0: I'm Stephen Downey, and you are very welcome to episode 26 of the Mindful Living Guide. Well, what I turned from a few weeks into a few months was a break I think I really, really needed from the podcast. And I'm delighted to be back re-energized, refocused and loving life one moment at a time again. Uh, this week's episode is a cracker. We had an amazing conversation with Celine Brennan, who is a self-love coach. She's a beautiful person and I think we'll all learn from her just pure love for what she does and her uh, she'll talk to us about uh, gratitude about just taking time to get to know ourselves and uh, about the journey that she's been on uh, in coaching and as well as in in mindfulness as well so sit back relax and enjoy this week's episode of the mindful living guide So you are very welcome to a new season and a new episode of the Mindful Living Guide. This week, I am delighted to be joined by Celine Brennan. Celine is a self-love teacher, a podcaster and uh, on the Tuned In podcast and soon to be mindfulness teacher. She helps people to recognize those limiting beliefs and blockages that may be holding them back and to help them to bring them forward. Celine, you're so welcome to the Mindful Living Guide.
1: I'm just delighted, delighted this is happening. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I voiced that to you before and I keep voicing that to you.
0: Uh, I just think we, uh, myself and Celine had a fantastic conversation on Instagram uh, a couple of months back and, I kept saying, I I can't wait to get you on the the podcast. And unfortunately, a lot of stuff happened over the summer and I took a longer break than I expected. And um, so I just said just before we came on live, I just said to say thank you so much for the patience uh, to come back on. And it's just always great to know that you have a great guest lined up. So listen, tell me about yourself. How how did you get into coaching? And more importantly, how did you get into self-love coaching?
1: Where to start? Where to start? So it's only about two in the last two or three weeks that I have changed my title to a self-love coach, and to be honest with you, it's been stern in the back of my mind, and I've as, as such pushed it away, um for for quite a number of months. But it just got to the point that you know this this title voices everything that you are about, not only in my work but me as a human being. But how I got into coaching, so I come from 15 years in the fitness industry and when I talk to people about this, because I've ob- I've obviously been asked this question quite a number of times, that when I could see with people over the 15 years, I could see when people were struggling with their physical goals, when they're coming into me obviously in the gym and they're frustrated because they're not hitting x, y and z goals and it was always the mindset that got in the way. It was the mindset and The way that I voice it to people that if I wanted to be there fully for my clients, I knew the personal training was not going to be my end destination, that there had to be more. And it was it was in the background. I was doing online life coaching courses and just for myself to see what it was all about. I have no idea where I heard about life coaching or what it was about. But and that went on for quite a number of years. So I did, and I was still in the fitness industry, and it wasn't until I came home from Canada in two thousand and seventeen, and I had my coach need, and that I realised it, and it was so blatantly obvious that this is where I wanted to go, but. And I, the way I seen it is that I wanted to combine both the fitness and the mindset together, but just for me, the mindset because of my own personal journey, the mindset just took off for me. I knew that that's where I was supposed to go.
0: Yeah. Wow! And it's, it's obviously been a beautiful journey for you. You've you've learned and you've grown from that. And um, can you tell me just some of the like the the lessons that you you have? Like I, I know in, in the introduction, I said about like. You were you help people to recognise their their limits and beliefs, their blockages. And can you just tell me about just like I obviously we don't have to go too deep into it, but just at a high level, like what difference this has made to people uh, through your experience?
1: Through through my own personal experience. Oh well,
0: well with clients or with even with clients, yeah, clients, yeah.
1: Um, it's it's just that it's so hard to explain. It's Mm -hmm. seeing them in person and. The change when they walk into the room and they're coming for another session, and they're just they are lit up, they are genuinely lit up as a human being. And you can see that they have this freedom about them, this complete, you know, different just a complete change. And they just they witness life so differently. After they have gotten rid of if it be one, two or a number of, of blockages and limited beliefs in their life. And it's just it's fascinating. It's fascinating to to be able to that they allow me to go on that journey with them. It's it's um it's wonderful. For, it's just for wonderful someone who,
0: who doesn't understand what a limiting belief may be or what, like how, did, like for, for a lot of people, they may never may never heard of the term a limiting mm-hmm. belief, but they may be experiencing it all the time. What what mm-hmm. would a limited belief look like uh, to people?
1: This is this is actually Stephen, this is where I find it hard. And I'm gonna be very honest here. Yeah. I find it hard to, if you want to say quote unquote, sell your business, because yeah. I don't believe a lot of people know that they have limited belief. They just think no. life is life and that yeah. they're, you know, they feel a little stale in life or they just things are a little bit blasé just they don't know what they're doing where they're going or you know they find that they're upset you know quite a lot or they get frustrated and the kids get it or the colleagues get it or whatever it may be and it's not until that they sit down with a coach to try and figure out why it is that they're getting angry or why they're getting upset or why they just feel a little off with life that they realize it goes so much more deeper and it's you know it's the judgments that we put on ourselves because of if it be the upbringing we've had the, our, you know the environment around us our experiences and it just makes us believe to be a certain way that we should be this and we should do that and it's just you know and it just brings us down a rabbit hole and it's you know because we have that lack of understanding it's very hard then to get ourselves back out of
0: that hole it's uh, it's funny you know, you're- I'm smiling when you you said uh, when it should be, and it should be. It's, it's actually it's one of my trigger words. I, I just and uh, I just see so many people that feel like life should be a certain way. It's that oh. it like and and it's like I'm I'm seeing this firsthand now. As my um before I was coming on, and saying my, my my daughter is uh, starting secondary school, and she can see that she feels that like she should be a certain way, or that this is the way secondary school is because. All of it, like her she's only started so she hasn't got much of experience with it, but she that's what she thinks it should look like and mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of people like that in life that they feel like this this is the way it should be and when it's not that way it they find it very hard they find it to, to, hard to, to kind of to, they struggle because mm-hmm. life's not the way they expected it and mm-hmm. i think that's maybe like i, I i've seen a lot from, from my own clients as well where people are struggling with um just beliefs that they've gotten from from growing up that life always has to be a certain way. And this, this Mm -hmm. is the way it's meant to be. And uh, like, it's, I think it's a fascinating, that's why I wanted to talk about it first, about it. but when we break down those limited beliefs, how life can just open up and we can actually open itself up to the possibility that we are actually amazing and that Mm -hmm. we all have this inner gift and this inner light, and we don't have to fit it into somebody else's narrow focus on the world that um, we can just let it bright, shine bright and uh, be the, the type of person we want um i i, I it's 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 an, it's amazing amazing thing to talk about and but can I, do you mind me talk about about your own journey like you were saying you, you went to the fitness industry you went then you went back on then to to study coaching and how different did you find then from studying fitness to studying coaching and the, the mindset because you said it brought you to a deeper level
1: absolutely absolutely and it wasn't it, 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 I do say to people that it all ha- happened by accident my journey and of course you know, that's not the case the universe just had it plotted it a certain way but it was a recommendation of uh, one of Louise Hayes books and I read it and things just changed for me and just you know it just and I hadn't coached and planned at that point I was in the fitness industry and you know started doing you know taking on different tools like affirmations and gratitude and just and should was a big thing for me if I can go back there for a second that was one of the first things to change my inner dialogue was just the should was just trying and Anybody that follows me in social media, they will see me that when I voice the word "should," I will always use inverted commas so that I have it highlighted that I'm not to take that word seriously. But it was through coaching. I started coaching back in 2016 when I was living in when I was living in Canada, and it was just you know yourself just bit by bit by bit breaking down and I was going to coaching for what I believe for my career and it turned out to be so much more than that I had to park my career aside it was got to do with you know the limited beliefs that I did not realize that were there and just and taking the time to work on that and just And it just because I could see as time went on, I could see how I was changing as a human being. I just I fell in love with the person that I was becoming, and it just made me fall in love with this whole industry more. And I think it became obvious that yeah, this is this is where I need to go. I need to go down this the the coaching route. So yeah, it's um it was.
0: It's it's powerful, and you you've touched actually on something actually. I was I was literally just listening to uh, one of your episodes of your, your own podcast, the uh, the tuned in podcast, and um, where you gave, you talked about uh, three different lessons that um, that in life that you've got, and the first one that you learned, and it was down to Louise Hay, was about gratitude. Um you. could you touch on what, what you learned about gratitude, about what, what Louise taught you? And I I I know you're you're smiling here because it's 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 something I know you talk about all the time, but gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And it's something time. it's something I preach about as well because I think it just it changes your whole mindset and about any obstacle that you come across, if you are looking for that win or that, that positivity that comes out of it, those negative negative situations <laughs> they shrink and i for anyone listening on the podcast i'm doing a inverted commas there as well for negative because they, i think everything happens for a reason so uh, anyway sorry yeah. i'm yeah, not, not touch talk to me about gratitude and the importance of gratitude in your life
1: oh it's just well for me personally it is what kicked kicked off everything everything so it was early 2013 when i started writing um writing in a gratitude journal i don't know why I, I just, again, because it was true, Louise Hay, I was like, I give this a go. And for me, it just allowed me to start seeing what I had in my life. And I, I, I do try to be careful, you know, when I'm talking about gratitude, because I think, you know, it gets a lot of knock. It gets a lot of, I think, judgment as such, because, you know, some people believe it to be like, oh, well, you just concentrate on the good and there's absolutely nothing bad in life. And, you know, I'm on cloud nine with my unicorns and my you know sparkles and it's 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 not the case of that it's just a lovely way for your your brain just to flip things for for a moment or two and to see the good that you actually have in your life and you know it can be taken a level deeper and you know why it is that you know so by voice you know i am grateful for this opportunity this morning with stephen And the reason for that is, do you know, it's just to elaborate a little bit more. And it's, it was so freeing for me. It just, like I said, it just allowed me to see that the amount of things that I had good in my life. And I think because unknown to myself, I was sitting on too much negative and judgment and just places that I should not have been going. Um, I'm just allowed me to, yeah, just to see yeah. life differently. And a, just, it, I, I got hooked in no time.
0: It, it, it's like it, it removes that striving from life of kind of tr- constantly Absolutely. thinking what you don't have and what the next level. And I, I can I can see it in, in industry, um, in the corporate industry a lot, where you have a lot of people who are striving to get to the next position, the next position, the next mm-hmm. position. And they're not open their eyes to everything that's around them everything that they 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 have that's that's going well and i think it's until mm-hmm. you actually can sit back and appreciate everything you who I, you have I, I think it kind of it yeah. opens the door for more abundance to come in that's that's my opinion Absolutely. on it, you know
1: i 100% agree
0: it's um another, and, agree. another thing that you talked about in that great episode uh was you talked about taking time to get into know you can you tell me what the difference that that has made to you? It's that just just opened the door to to understanding who Selena is.
1: Just it has, and and I think in this very moment I would love to, to for people to see the big smile that's that's yeah. that's lit up in my face. That I, how do I explain this? I am, of course, a different person to who I was back in 2013 when I kicked off at all of this, but the immense amount of freedom that I feel in my life on a regular basis because I have taken the time to get to know me on a deeper level is just, you know, it, it just it creates emotions all the time when I talk about it. I am so unbelievably grateful for Louise Hay but to be honest more importantly for myself because the energy and the time and the emotions that have had to go in you know, for me to release the blockages, to release so many limited beliefs that I have had about myself over the course of 30 odd years, that it's just, it's worth it. It's, it's worth every moment of it. So it has been, but I, you know, I'm still learning. It's not that I've gotten to the point, point that, you know, I can clap my hands and just shake it off and say, okay, I'm done. That's it. I've learned all I need. I'm, you know i'm forever learning and and i get that and and i i take that on board and i i happily you know continue life with that knowing that i'm you know even me from now until next year who i'm going to be next year and what i'm going to learn more about myself it's just it's it's so free free freedom is the word i always use with that
0: wow and i think it's so important that i I often preach, like you talk about gratitude. I talk about journeys all the time, and the fact that life is a journey, and it's all about what we're learning along the way. That um, I think when you think um that life is just about the destination, it's about where we're getting to at the very end, that mm. limits us to think that right. Well, that's it, and that's the pinnacle. Um, whereas we look at the journey and who we are, like you said, it's life's not going to be perfect. It's we're going to have those ups and downs, and it's I think about accepting who we are in those hard times and those those good times uh so we can just enjoy the journey to wherever wherever our goal is wherever we want to get and if we don't make that goal we just switch direction and uh enjoy it even more
1: and that was the thing that was the thing for me when you just voice that word perfect it's just that understanding that everything for me came down to perfectionism okay and i i never realized that it came down i And it was through words that Mel Robbins voiced back in 2019 um, that, you know, you never believe that you're good enough. So you'll do everything in your power to be perfect. And that's what it came down to for me. That I never, never believed that I was good enough, no matter what I had achieved. And I had quite a successful personal training career, um, but I never believed it was good enough. I never believed I was good enough for the industry. I never believed I was in shape enough. It just, it was ongoing. It was ongoing. And I thought this was regular living. I just, but it was, I'd done everything I could in my power to be perfect. I needed that external validation. I just, it was, it was like, you know, it was just that, you know, the um, analogy of the, the cracked bucket, like continuously filling the water in and it's just seeping out. I needed that with it validation ongoing on an ongoing basis um, and to get to that point to realize that that's what I, that's what it came down to that I never for a moment believed Stephen I was good enough and that is where the freedom it goes back to that question you asked beforehand that's to get to know yourself to know that it, like and I was do you know what 36 at that point to to know that has been has been huge for me
0: and to get comfortable in your own demot. to be comfortable absolutely. in your own skin then and just absolutely. realize that you're you're absolutely perfect as you are yeah
1: as as just as i am all the yeah. good the bad and the ugly
0: <laughs> oh the um i also i the uh I, i'm actually like, you know what it's it sounds like I'm, I'm actually covering one one episode of your podcast from start to finish but i absolutely <laughs> fell in love with it when i listened to it um over the weekend there and um one of the other things and it's uh it's going back to one of those it's a a quote that's actually on your fridge, I believe, saying "Happiness is the highest good," and that uh, that was one of your, one of your other lessons. And I think we're going kind to of touch on that here about perfectionism. Um, and I think you're like what you talked about was so deep just now that there's so many people unknown themselves that they're they're striving just to be perfect. And I'm I'm absolutely mm-hmm. guilty of it over and over again. Mm-hmm. About um, I know in the in the IT industry, like you're you're constantly looking to to deliver the perfect um the perfect solution and um if you drop short of that you you feel very bad because this this is not the standard i i normally deliver and um mm-hmm. so you're, you're like you've really really touched on that um and it's it's kind of it's, it's actually making me think i think i i need to talk for a whole episode just about the illusion of perfectionism. that um That's it. that many many times i think it, it's, it's just it's ego speaking it's about just trying to please those people around you who you feel uh have you on a on a at a certain pedestal whereas mm-hmm. the the truth is that's not how they probably think about you at all they're just probably at very all. proud for for the person you are and mm-hmm. uh, and everything you bring to
1: us we get a kick yeah. you know for me personally i got such a kick but you know anything that if it be through my work or the person that i that i that I was that you know when you get a compliment I just I seeped it up like I I craved those kind words all of the time and it made me it just carried me through each day so it did and it's just lovely to know that that I you know I don't need that anymore and don't get me wrong it is beautiful to get a compliment and I think no matter what it's nice to get that little bit of external validation the likes of this interview you know It'll be lovely that if people voiced to me that it was a great interview, I got this from it, I got that from it. But going back to that, to that quote that I have in the fridge, happiness is the highest good. It's probably what I quote unquote should have written on that is true happiness, you know, true happiness from within. And, you know, I, I understand it now, Be you know, because I have it, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm learning to live with it, that it's demolishing you know the, what we think or you know what we think we should be on this on this planet you know and it's just dropping perfectionism and everything else with it and just just yeah know that it's it's from within none of that material stuff matters it really doesn't no
0: not at the, not at the end of the day the um the i do you know what I, i'd love to touch on now is because you're going and i know coaching has been a fantastic part of your life for a while and um also meditation practice has, has been a big part of your life and um you're now looking at um a teaching meditation and uh, can you tell me about that journey now and the difference that that has made to your life um as i know i've listened to a few of your your instagram lives as well and uh you talk about awareness and it seems like awareness has brought you down this journey of, of mindfulness
1: mm. absolutely absolutely to the point stephen that awareness is one of my values so it is um again it just it goes back and I hope I'm not repeating myself too much that I am the person I am today you know because of the understanding that I have in my life um and and it's, it's that awareness that has allowed me to grow as a human being to learn and to to demolish what needed to be demolished and to bring in what needed to be brought in and and self-love and acceptance and worth was very much though so those things that I had to bring in but I would not be where I am today without living a life, more mindful life and because I realized that that was so much of my journey that I was, again it's like I want to teach that I want people to know more about that and that's why I changed my title two or three weeks ago it's like And as much as I loved the title human performance coach, but um, I believe that and I voiced this in a video the other day on Instagram that I show up best when I'm, you know, um, with clients that want to work on on their own acceptance and their own worth. I just I light up. I absolutely light up. And it's yeah. And mindfulness is another area. Is another area because it's just that importance of awareness, what it can do for you as a, as a human being, because, you know, we can't understand where we're coming from or where we're going. And if we don't have that understanding, we don't have, we can't learn, you know, we can't grow as a human being. And of course, that's if you want to grow. I'm not telling people that they, they have to, they should, they must grow. But that's all down to mindfulness. That's that's and it's been a huge part of my journey date. Okay. So
0: what has. And it's um for anyone like it that is kind of saying, geez, what 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 does awareness mean? What does what?" and I think we've kind of touched on it all through this episode is like that it's just being aware of yourself. And like mm-hmm. for, for me, when I when I t- think about awareness, I, I just think about um about triggers, about stories, about just how you react to situations. And um mm-hmm. what mindfulness brings a lot uh for, for myself as well is that it brings that little gap um, in between where you have this natural um, natural feeling that you need to instantly react to something, whereas that awareness will kind of give you that little split second to say, hey, that's triggering you, that story or that answer or that whatever you're listening to that, that's triggering you, that, that's happening for a reason. And I think it's bringing that curiosity and awareness in, in, in between that is um it's pretty it's pretty important the um there's a question i have asked every single guest on this podcast and i have to keep asking it because i love the answers that we get and the varied answers that we get from so many people um this is, podcast obviously is called the mindful living guide and uh, if i say the term mindful living to you celine what does it mean to you what does it mean to live a mindful life
1: for me personally and i'm probably repeating what i just said that for me it's everything it is everything um that you know to the point that obviously awareness is one of my values uh i would not be where i am today without it you know without living a mindful life and it's just i'm trying to think of a different way to voice what i've been voicing probably over <laughs> yeah. the course of the of
0: and of we were, the podcast but
1: yeah. it's it's everything to me yeah even it's just it's everything it's freedom it's life it's adventure it's joy it's fun it's love acceptance it's just everything to me i
0: think
1: everything. you've
0: you've summed it up absolutely beautifully in that one sentence um as what happened on our, our live and instagram uh, a few months back i felt like i talk to you for the whole day but uh, unfortunately <laughs> our, our episode is, is coming close to an end um if people want to get in contact with you um can you i know i'll, I'll have all the details on our, our show notes but just, just for anyone listening right now like what's the best way to to contact you Celine?
1: the best way at the moment is social media so mm-hmm. i am at the very beginning of my website design so there's no point of giving that out just yet so with the instagram it is Celine brennan wellness so it is um, and it's terrible oh my gosh it is the same with Facebook is it Celine Brennan coaching or Celine Brennan wellness
0: oh my good god ah, I need to go
1: to check that out
0: there you go there you well, go well, I, I, am will, I will have. I apologise
1: to my Facebook I, I will have
0: all the links <laughs> on our uh, on our show notes and um, but uh, look up on and she has some absolutely amazing stories uh, and posts and um, on Instagram so Celine Brennan Wellness. Celine, thank you so much for reinvigorating my love for this podcast and uh, being our first guest in season three. And thank you so much, Celine Brennan.
1: Delighted. Thanks a million, Stephen. I appreciate it.
0: So that was episode 26 of the Mindful Living Guide. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast after uh, our short break. Uh, that turned into a longer break over the summer. And um, I'm delighted to be back recording episodes and meeting more inspirational people like Celine. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please, as I always ask, if you can share the episode with friends or family who may appreciate it and may like that little time out from life just to just listen, maybe on your walk, Maybe on your morning commute as we all start to come back uh, to commuting again. I've also decided to start recording this on YouTube as well. So you will see the video from our conversation over Zoom on uh, our YouTube channel, which if you look up Mindful Living Guide on YouTube, you'll find that there. So until our next episode, I'm Stephen Downey and this has been the Mindful Living Guide.